career is over. All those years clawing my way up. All the people I've stepped on. Wasted. Welcome to another episode of Read the Room on the No Filter Network. Up in smoke, the political careers of people in the Biden administration that, you know, some of these folks never should have been hired in the first place, like incompetent South Bend mayors that can't fit potholes to um, EPA administrators that used to work for air quality boards in the state of North Carolina, to that effervescent, incompetent bozo that sits in the White House and the gaggle of morons that are behind him that have gone from being 30-year-old incompetent individuals to now 50-year-old incompetent individuals or older from the Obama administration. Absolutely unbelievable. When you have not one environmental disaster in Ohio, East Palestine, to the explosion in Kissimmee, Florida that happened two nights ago, to five days ago, the nitric acid spill uh, on Highway 10 in Arizona, and none of these places have received disaster assistance. All of them have received the same ludicrous excuse of we have it covered, everything is safe, all is well. You know, kind of like Kevin Bacon in Animal House right before he gets run over by the crowd on Main Street. Unbelievable. Meanwhile, you have a chief executive uh, for the time being sitting in the White House that is incapable of telling you what he shot down with a $400 million airplane and a $80 million rocket, which may turn out to be an $11 or $12 uh, hobbyist balloon from a uh, Illinois hobbyist group uh, that are doing their own personal experiments in the atmosphere. It's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. So today, you know, uh, on Read the Room, we try to give you a perspective on what happens in D.C., which is, you know, one of the craziest towns on the planet. Beautiful city, marvelous uh, place um, uh, historically. But right now it's run by a bunch of idiots that can't get out of their own way. I mean, I'll take a dollar eighty-seven gas and a mean tweet right now, and uh, you know we can just get back to normal. But I digress. The issues right now, when you look at it from a macro level, uh, you have disaster in foreign policy and war in Ukraine. You have the ever-growing disaster in the Middle East uh, and Afghanistan, and over here in the United States. They can't tell you uh, when there is or is not an environmental disaster in any one of these three places, East Palestine, Ohio being one of those, uh, to big tech, uh, which I can tell you will absolutely have their Section 230 liability shield removed by a bipartisan group of members in this Congress, either this year or the early part of the election year next year. There are too many Democrat senators, 23 of them, that are up for re-election in 2024, three of whom are not coming back in West Virginia, Ohio, and Montana. 
Uh, you can mark that down now. They'll either retire or they'll get fired from their jobs, period. And so the Republicans have a very good chance of either 52-48 or 53-47 having the U.S. Senate in their control in the 119th Congress. We're in the 118th Congress right now. So we'll have that. We'll have the House, which we will maintain control of. We will uh, likely, depending on who the nominee is, as long as it isn't Trump, uh, having the White House and most of the folks in the Democrat Party, at least at this point, with a functional brainstem, know that that reality is very likely. So they're going to start cutting deals on large issues in big tech, in, um, in on the environmental side of the equation with the economy. We've seen the producer price index now uh, year over year at 6%. So that's what it costs. Uh, now to make things in this country versus um, 2% just two years ago when Trump was in office. At least you had a businessman there, yes, with a loud mouth that couldn't get out of his own way verbally, but he actually knew how to run the country like a business instead of a 50-year-old politician that trips over not only every other syllable that comes out of his mouth, but has no conscious and competent experiential way of running a country. Um, and then you have things in healthcare, like PBM reform. A pharmacy benefit manager is the middleman that gets between what drug you can take that's prescribed by your uh, doctor through your health plan, etc. So a lot of these bigger issues are starting to look very bipartisan in nature as they will be solved in this Congress, and granted, that's not because you got a bunch of Joan of Arcs running around the Capitol Hill. You have people that want to get reelected. Yes, they wanna do the right thing uh, for the economy and the country, but their self-interest is disproportionately what is driving them. Um, and so I'm seeing a number of, um, a number of these issues that you wouldn't otherwise think would start to come together. That's exactly what's happening. And uh, so it's it's a good thing for the country. So the political fear that you see in politicians these days is driving the opportunity for uh, change um, and and driving the opportunity for uh, for growth in the economy. If, in fact, we can actually get uh, certain individuals out of the way by either forcing them to sign legislation like Biden, uh, or you get the uh, 10 votes in the, uh, in the Senate that you need after you pass something in the House of Representatives. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to be very interesting um, uh, at the end of the day to see how many of these things pass um, because the the economy is not improving. Inflation is definitely endemic in our economic system. That could actually drag through this year into an election year where you could see either a late recession third quarter of this year 
or it drags into the first quarter of an election year. And then that makes it even worse for Democrats who are trying to hold on to their uh, minority in the House and their very slim majority uh, in the Senate, um, which, again, I think they will actually lose um, in uh, in 2024. But, um, you know, I'm I'm interested in. Uh, making sure that you guys know what what I'm talking about, some of the things that are happening, getting your questions and answers. Uh, so you can always reach me here on the No Filter Network, but also on different platforms from Instagram to Spotify and and uh, uh, and others, Twitter, etc. Um, but I wanted to make sure that you guys were able to understand some of the things that are happening in the early parts of this year and expect to hear more from me on uh, the developments and how they affect um, the country, where we go on some of these issues, but also how we get, uh, how we get moving to a, uh, a better, more thorough 2024-2025. Um, uh, so we'll uh, we'll see how some of that happens and how that transpires. But I'm uh, I'm looking forward to continue to talk about these things and uh, and take them to uh, to the next level um, with uh, with our conversations and and some of the issues that we uh, are uh, hopefully going to be able to um, address. Um, I can tell you that my Democrat friends are running in fear, <clears throat> excuse me, of, uh, of what is likely to happen in, um, in the um, next six months. I'm not gonna make any predictions right at the moment, even though I really love to do that. Well, there he is, look at that shining face. Hi, Mark. <laughs> What's up, big boy? Nothing. How you doing, big cat? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just uh, talking to our audience a little bit about some of the uh, interesting things that are going on from unidentifiable flying objects to nitric acid on Highway 10 in your home state of Arizona to, uh, you know, uh, vinyl chloride in East Palestine, Ohio, and a massive explosion in Kissimmee, Florida, of a plastics um, plant that none of these states have gotten a disaster declaration by uh, uh, Grandpa and his gaggle of bozos from the EPA, Transportation Department, uh, et cetera. But I digress. You know. Yeah. Other than that, it's... Mrs. Lincoln, how'd you like the play? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it's kind of the Wild West out here right now with I I don't understand how many toxic spills in the last week have happened. Like this is insane. Three. 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 Three well, major... so February 4th was the first one. So it's now two weeks old. Right. Which I hate to laugh about it, but it's like, oh, my God, it's two weeks old. Right. Yeah. And then we've had two subsequent to that. I mean, I do hate to laugh about it, but I can't help but to 
but laugh at the failures that we see around, you know, like I can't do anything anymore other than laugh because if I don't, I get so mad. Like, I well, get yeah, you'll like, you know, so... get pissed off or blow your brains out. You know, it's just ridiculous. Like, I just, I don't understand how the people that have put these individuals in places of power can look at them and still look at themselves in the mirror and yeah. be like, I made the right choice. You know, I get that. <laughs> I get right. that it's hard to admit when you're wrong. Right. And the hard part is there's just people entrenched in the way they vote and what they think. And no matter what you bring to the table, no matter what they see with their own two eyes, they will never think any differently. Like they will agree these are terrible things, but they will hope that well it'll be better the next time it'll be better the next time and they don't grasp the concept that to get to that point things have to shift dramatically to get right. to that point to where there will be actual representatives that will do the job correctly because if you keep supporting these bozos they're gonna keep doing the same thing it's that simple and it starts from state politics all the way up so Hundred um, percent, and and so for me, you know, I look at the uh, choices uh, to you know head departments, uh, etc., with uh, pothole Pete, which I now refer to as puff of smoke Pete, um, because uh, you know he was a mayor of South Bend, Indiana, which I think is about a hundred thousand people, something like that. Um, that was his qualification. And then the EPA secretary, who's probably a nice person, was just the head of environmental quality in the state of North Carolina. That's it. Yeah. Right. So, but he's yeah. going to run the EPA. And um, when I, I, I literally saw the nitric acid spill video from Highway 10 in Arizona, I was just like, yeah, you got you to be freaking kidding me. It right? looked like. It looked like a soccer match, like the road flares that they light up in soccer matches when Messi mm -hmm. scores a goal. Like, but it instead of flares, it was actual harmful chemicals going up into well, yeah, the atmosphere. It's a, it's a carcinogen. It, what, and and what's ridiculous is the EPA tells the state health authority and the DOT to go ahead and. Um, and let people stay in their homes. And there's a one mile, you know, safety zone, et cetera. And then two days later, two days later, they go, oh, um, can you have people shut off their air conditioning, please? Don't drink the water. Don't do anything. Yeah, you're safe to go back home, but you're not actually safe to go back home. We kind of. Right. Oopsies. Time to visit Arizona. Time to visit Nevada. How about yep. a trip to Las Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And and um, the uh, fire in Florida, the EPA instructed uh, the folks in Florida to just shelter in place. And then the whole shit show with East Palestine from mislabeled uh, tanker trucks, right? Uh, right uh you know the whole nine yards and what 
they're also missing about that because I have family members that are conductors and engineers on the railroad is um, they've they've taken uh, human beings out of those railroad uh, cars, out of the locomotives. So they're down to like one person. Mm-hmm. They have a compounding effect of stupidity. And of course, these guys try to go and wet their finger and go all the way back uh, to look. Oh, um, during the Trump administration, uh, those rules were changed. Well, in fact, the rules that Puff of Smoke Pete talked about were the wrong rules. They weren't changed. Yeah. So they seriously fucked up. This guy's political career is over. It's over. It should be. It absolutely should be. I mean, there has been more planes almost hitting each other. Yep. A lack of any sort of not just transparency, but effort. Competent. He is aloof. Like, he's literally having speeches about there not being, there being too many white construction workers in the middle of this disaster that he has not spoken about. I know. Like, this is... I'm sorry, but all the the brown people uh, in the country add up to 46% of the population. Okay? They're not the majority. So get over yourself and fuck off. All right. guess what? I've worked in the trade industry. I have never met a person who has been turned down for a job in the trade industry. Literally. There is not... I can't imagine a scenario where somebody can't get a job there. Like, you start a demo, you work your way up. That's $20 an hour. Yeah. And that was two, three years ago. You know what I mean? Pair of the only reason and a functional brainstem, and you can hold a shovel in your hand. Guess what? You got a job. Done. You have yeah, a job. A bunch of the bullshit. only reason that there are is a lack of diversity. There is by choice. Like you can either work the job or you can. You can either get up at four a.m. and mm-hmm. go dig trenches and haul rocks and barrels and do basic prison labor almost for ten hours, or you can't. And you don't have to do it that long. If you show any initiative, they will have you doing other things like that. Oh, 100%. But, but that's the basics of anything. You got to start in a mailroom. You got to start at demo. Bottom and, of the ladder, baby. That's yeah, right. And you work that's your right. way up. Meritocracy. You know, unless you're, unless you're Mayor Pete, you can be a, a fake homosexual who used to date chicks uh, until recently. And now you're a, a modern day leftist daddy. But let's not get into that because, A, I don't have all the time in the world today, and, B, I don't want to throw up, all right? I just had a nice breakfast. But, um, uh, yeah, his political career is over. So it started with failure of supply chains uh, in 2021 uh, going into 22, and then it's been literally almost every transportation nightmare you could think of that he's responsible for from software in the towers uh, at um, uh, airports to collisions to all the other stuff that you're seeing now. And he wants to talk about racist roads and no one knows what that means. So they're going to do some of our work for us. Again, you know, my motto is Democrats screw things up. Republicans have to clean up their mess, right? And get yeah. things back on an even keel because that's what we do. We're the adults in the room. 
So the adults are coming back into the room, and that's really the whole point of the show today is, you know, this up in smoke is everything from the uh, leftist progressive liturgy on climate and and diversity and inclusion because no one can tell you what that really means. And they're proving how unqualified they are because of all these antecedent mistakes which are going to continue into the future. It's just, it's just unfortunate. But yeah. the cavalry's coming, so we'll uh, we'll be fine. Yeah, it, eventually it will, you know. When Black Lives Matter came out, first came out, how many people actually went to the website and did their homework on it when they were putting up black, just uh, black square pictures, or yeah. the sticker on everything. Many. How many of them do you think realized that they were joining and supporting an ultra-Marxist communist movement? That many. Zero. Right on the page, it states their intended person, mm-hmm. uh, purpose. How many of those people <laughs> and, and then they, they took were, it down, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> How many of them understood that they were supporting more the rights for black trans, black queer folk than Mm -hmm. actual suffering African-Americans. I would say about 1%, not many people. And the, the excuse I get is I was part of the movement because I saw a need for change. There were things that I, Mm -hmm. that I wanted to support. And I said, I get that. But you realize you support all these other things. By putting your money, your time, your effort into this, you are supporting something that is completely different from what you're talking about. Right. So, and they have such a hard time reckoning with that. They just, they can't fathom the idea that they could support something that insane. And they just, they always go back to their own virtuism. Right. They don't they don't use critical thinking. I mean, most of these kids are dumber than bags of hammers. So, yeah. you know, we give them too much credit just because they have an opposable thumb and, and a smartphone. That's about it. Yeah. And it, it's That's a about shame it. because it runs wild. I mean, the Patrice Kohlers is an avowed, proud Marxist. Mm-hmm. You know, you see things like this where people don't recognize what they're signing off on. You know, it's like well, the I'll put it to this way. Stuffed. I'll put it to this way. A Patrice Colors is a fucking coward, okay? Because yeah. she's never lived in an environment where there is communism. She's never lived in a uh, um, situation longer than 10 minutes where um, socialism is a part of the everyday lifestyle. So she's a coward, like most of these race-baiting yeah. scumbags. She's and an so, Angela White, you know, mentor. Yeah, well, well what I'm getting at, uh, what I'm getting at uh, is um, the Angela Davises of the world uh, from the 60s. While they were indoctrinated from their teens in the 50s to dislike... civil society in America. Yeah, hate America. They at least for 
60 years, 70 years now, almost, um, while they've made money off of it, they've stuck to their guns. I mean, she went to prison, you know, the whole nine yards, right? She believes um, what she believes. I, I still no think, I still think people like that are cowards because they're not intellectually honest, um, at all, quite frankly. Yeah. And, um, and so they, again, they at least she's live... transparent with her beliefs. Yeah, you know? they didn't live in um, on the eastern side of the wall in Germany, okay, which was like night and day if you'd ever been there, like I had just it, a few years people after overlook the wall that. fell. Yeah, no, they have like no the idea. The fact that this this no known idea. communist who was so proud to defect over to there chose the Western capitalist side, not the Mecca of communism right. that she was right. touting. She went right. to the Western side. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I look at that and I'm like, how can you people be this stupid? Like, yeah, let's how not, can you let's possibly not go to, put weight into her? Let's not go to Dresden, Leipzig, or or uh, Usedom. Let's go over to the far western side of Berlin, Cologne, Bonn, or Munich. Yeah, they took the easy way out. And so, you know, the the whole up and smoke, that's what, you know, what struck me last night and uh, putting the show together, just a, a short one today. Um, what struck me last night was the ability to um, talk about and point out uh, political figures whose careers are over. Pete Buttigieg's career is over. He will not be a VP nominee. He will not be anything. He has got the stench of uh, toxic waste around him. So he's done, right? Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, um, the ability to put real leaders, and this is what I'm seeing both in the Senate and in the House right now, um, is these, these men and women, granted, there's 23 Democrats that are up for re-election. We're probably going to end up flipping three seats and taking the Senate in 2024, uh, knock wood. But, God willing. Um, yeah, but the point is, is they're realizing, oh, shit, you know, Ukraine, Afghanistan, uh, environmental disasters, economic, health, big tech. We got to solve these problems or we will not be there. Because no. there is a generational shift that is happening in leaders of both parties that are getting rid of their older gentry for a new generation of leader. Well, I'm scared of what the new generation of Dems look like, to be honest, because you know they're not they're not willing to speak up. They're so no. pacifist, and that's the well, problem. Like there's I'll good ones out way. there, but they're so pacifist. And yeah, they just allowed to get way, stomped man. on. There's, um, you've got uh, a handful, there's like four or five members of the Democrat Party that are going to fly down to the border. Henry Cuellar, who, you know, he's all right. I mean, Henry's been around for a lot longer than he should have been with Hakeem Jeffries on the heels of McCarthy and four freshmen going down to the border, and we're going to host a hearing down there next week, next Thursday, right? Um, and the Democrats are refusing to go to the border for the hearing, and they're part of the damn committee, which is pathetic. Because it's closed, haven't you heard? 
Right. That's right. Uh, I've heard that. But my point is, is they then um, are going to send a couple of House members down there and it's a publicity stunt because they're being forced to go down there because they look like asses uh, relative to uh, what's really happening down there. So well, they're not least... leading. And, and I always say to them in, in tweets, I always go, when they put out some bold projection or, or point of view, I go, enjoy the minority. You've earned it. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least they're, they feel just a bit enough shame to actually go to the border where the difference between our president and vice president have a complete lack of shame not going to the border. Well, it, think about it this way. Think about it this way. There is um, not enough time before November of next year or before the opinions are set in stone, which I would argue in some cases they already are, but even get more firm than they are at this point on illegal and legal immigration for Democrats to turn it around. In other words, convince the leftists in their parties to back off, uh, have Biden do what he needs to do over a year and a half's time uh, so that they can throw up another smoke screen saying we're doing something, right? Yeah. And slow illegal immigration. We already got 5 million illegals and several hundred thousand gotaways, which you have no idea where the hell these people are, right? That's already set in stone. They can't reverse that trend. There's not enough time. And so and they're they going to do they're going to do this publicity crap over and over again. But they don't want to. And when you no. look at somebody like no, they don't. You know, we've heard the term replacement theory. Oh, that's that that is such uh conspiracy theory nonsense and you see somebody like a sheila jackson trying to pass a bill basically reenacting the patriot act and putting replacement theory specifically in there right then you look at the recent votes in dc the 172 was it democrats that were voting for aliens yeah. of any country to mm -hmm. vote in their local and state elections. Then you have that one bozo on the Hill saying that they should be voting in federal elections. They're already doing it, their own words. And I've heard so many times from people saying, well, that doesn't matter. They don't actually do. They're literally voting to have the rights of non-American citizens decide who will be in office. This is, this is there to see. And they're 100%. so blind. They just do not want to comprehend that and come to terms with, we did a bad job. We should 100%. probably look at who we vote for a little bit better and what we vote for. I completely agree. Um, we may be able to do another show later today. I will let you know about that. I want to thank everybody, including my brother over here um, in Arizona. So, you know, turn off your air conditioner um and uh for joining us today and we will uh we'll talk to you again on another episode of read the room thank all you, right brother. big cat sign off later